What's up, bookworms? It's sure Stevie. We're um <laughs> here on Valentine's Day. I Happy Valentine. Happy Valentine's Day. I threw my mouth. Happy Valentine's Day, everybody. As she's shoveling her mouth with salad. <laughs> I wasn't no, I didn't know we were ready. Anyway, so happy Valentine's Day. How is everybody doing on this February 14th, 2021? Uh, I hope you're all good. Uh, <laughs> what do you do for Valentine's Day? Watch Netflix. Did you Netflix and chill with yourself? I absolutely Netflix and chilled with myself. I'm here for it. I've been watching um, Firefly Lane. With Catherine Heigl and Sarah Chalk. Is it good? Oh my god, it's so funny. These two are, it's a really good show. Well, I, the hubby took me to Books A Million, which he should have known was, was an issue. <laughs> so, I bought books for Valentine's Day. I got a bunch of cool books. Um, but today, I've really just been chilling, working on new books, and that kind of stuff. However, since it's Valentine's Day, I wanted to do a few cool fun facts about Valentine's Day that you guys may not know. Did you know, Stevie, that it is estimated that more than 250 million roses are produced for Valentine's Day? I did not know that. That is an that insane surprise me. That's so many. So many. I don't even can you imagine having 250 million roses like in one area? Just like that's gotta be at least. That's like a football field, right? Like an entire Maybe state. More. It's like yeah, an, I, don't, I don't know. Fills up an I entire state. It's a lot. It's a lot. And then my other fun fact, which I thought was very cool, is the theory. There's two theories for how Valentine's Day got started. I only give a fuck about one, and it is that it started out as a Roman fertility festival where men <laughs> men like roman gladiator men stripped naked and spanked young maidens in hopes of increasing their fer fertility now listen i don't know if that actually handmaidens tail shit listen to me i don't know if that shit increases fertility but i'm gonna tell you right now i'm okay with being spanked by a roman gladiator okay that's <laughs> naked i'm okay with that <laughs> I'm okay. So if we want to go back to that type of Valentine's Day. I'm I'm cool with that. I'm well, fine with it. There's an episode of Game of Thrones when Jason Momoa does it. To, oh my god, that's not Khaleesi. Oh <laughs> Hello. No, don't, <laughs> don't do that. Don't do me like that. Don't do me like that. Oh no, the image of Jason Momoa spanking oh, me. No. Oh no. <laughs> the image of Jason Momoa spanking me is ingrained in my brain now. Guys, you guys should really follow us on TikTok. We're hilarious. We really don't post very often. <laughs> but when we do, it smacks. It's, when we do, it's pretty funny. So other than that, that's about that's about it for my Valentine's Day. Stevie, book world, Valentine's Day information. What's going well, down? <clears throat> now that you asked that question. Um, Leah Cole is releasing Trick Play tomorrow. Okay. Which is one of the quick quick snap novellas, which is Kristen Proby's universe. Okay. Is that the Everyday Heroes collection? No, that one's um Kay Bromberg. Okay, okay, okay. Sorry, there's so many. I know. 
there's because you got Karen Michaels who does her Salvation Society series, and then yep. Everyday Heroes by Kate Brumberg, and then you got Kristen Proby who does her With Me in Seattle one, and then her also her Quick Snap novella ones, which yeah. are done in I forget what universe it's in if it's with um With Me in Seattle or if it's Bordeaux, but it I read Trick Play, it's a really good one. It's a um second book to the first novella that she had written for the other one which is called I can't remember off the top of my head but that one was cute too they're they're super cute they're really fast reads um Carly Phillips is releasing one of my favorite re-releasing one of my favorite books tomorrow or on Tuesday and that is The Bachelor okay and it is her Chandler Brothers series. Okay, cool. Holy crap, it's the 20th anniversary of the be- of the Chandler Brothers, which is insane. Mm-hmm. That's been 20 Shows years. Shows how old I am. Don't ask how old I am. Just kidding. You can ask, I, I'll tell you. Told me, you, just at, you just told me how old you are, actually. <laughs> Before we started recording, they don't know. <laughs> I know. Next week, guys, her birthday's next week. Maybe I'll tell you guys. I'll probably end up telling you guys. (laughs) I don't hide my age. I'm not not ashamed of my age. I I don't want to turn my age, but shit happens, and we just have to go roll with the punches. Um, all right. Here's a book. Okay, I want to talk about this series because Kaylee Ryan has done it again. This Riggins Brothers series that she started. We are on book three. Book three is released Tuesday. Mm-hmm. And it is called Kiss by Kiss. This is a this is a um family of five brothers. Oh yes. Who own their father's company that he started and he left it to them. Like he's still alive, but he retired. So the kids are running this company. <laughs> and each of them had this love story. Okay. The first one was called Layer by Layer. I gotta read this. I like stuff like I love I love family romance. Like when it's like it's like parents and then it's like six brothers and they each have their own book. I love that. The second one's called Piece by Piece, I believe. And then this third one is called Kiss by Kiss. Ooh. I and am not even kidding. Kaylee Ryan sl- flipping slays this book world with this shit that she does with her books because I've been a jo- diehard fan of hers for a while. Mm-hmm. I'm still holding out hope that we'll get her and Lacey Black on here together because I'm obsessed with both of them. And they love writing together, which makes me so happy because their writing together is even better than when they're separate. (laughs) (laughs) So, but Kiss by Kiss is coming out on Tuesday and this is Grant. So the third sibling, he's the third born Mm -hmm. and he is, this is him and Aurora and she is a baker and he is the chief financial or not chief financial he does something with um opening new locations and their love story is these boys are unlike any other and I wrote this in my review so by Tuesday you all see this but she, she does not this series she doesn't write dickish guys they're not assholes they're all they are all so sweet and they bust down the walls of the girls that they're trying to to woo so it's really sweet and aurora is one of those girls who has been broken by an ex she was left at the altar Ooh, she was 
she has a really low self-esteem and that it, it, it's fully explained in this book but it, she just did it again and she sold me with this book I am obsessed with it I'm obsessed with the series I'm gonna be really sad when it's over luckily there's still two more books book two comes out in April or book four I'm... comes out in April I believe um who else is releasing April Canavan who was coming on at the end of the month yep um or well beginning of March it's releasing balls to the walls She's our Valentine. She's our uh, St. Patty's Day episode. No, no, okay. Case, okay, sorry, sorry, sorry. I get them mixed up. Which more on that later because we will have a contest for you guys. Yes, for your St. Patty's Day. Because like, um, Casey Hagen was sweet enough to give us stuff to give away for her episode. So more on that later. Um, and then that leads to our wonderful valentine's day guest who is releasing a new book on tuesday and we're so excited for the world to read it because i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think that this author gets nearly enough credit as she deserves amen to that and i think that this series i think this bleeding heart series this is going to be the one that will do that for her yep i think this book i think this book is going to open doors for her for this series Yes, because if you like mafia, if you like dark, if you like gritty, bad boy out alpha vibes, you will love this book. And I will say this, people are sleeping on Michelle's writing. Michelle is freaking phenomenal. I agree. I agree. MJ and I were so lucky enough to read this book before ARCs even went out. And it's phenomenal. And... I think we both died over this book because we had already read the other series. Mm -hmm. Um, And I even wrote this in part of my review, which I sent to Michelle earlier, so she read it already. But um, I am such a picky reader. And you know this because I am not a huge person on Mafia and I'm not huge on dark romance. Mm -hmm. But this book changes everything for that. This book... I think the way she writes it is very... Because it's not dark that's, like, dark and twisty. And I don't have anything against it. Cool beans. I love people who are obsessed with dark romance. I wish that I loved it as much. It's me. It's me. She's talking about me, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I could love it as much as MJ does. Um, coming, so coming from a dark romance lover. Okay, hush your mouth. Let me handle this. Coming from, <laughs> coming from a dark romance lover, I think the way she writes it is really, like, it's very eloquent. It's very, she knows her shit. She did her research. It's very good mafia, but it's a really good balance. Like I know some people, when I say dark, when I, when I read dark romance, man, you get me as dark as you fucking want and I'll read it. I don't care. This is a very, I don't want to say mild, but I'd say it's a very well-balanced dark romance. Like there's just enough dark and just enough light to make it a really good read. And I think if you guys are looking for a mafia book with that kind of vibe, this is it. Smoke not, even, is it. not even just this, but Antonio is this type of character. He is, he's cold. He's aloof. He, he's one of those guys who never wanted a relationship. Mm-hmm. He loves his work and his family, and that is it. Yeah. But then Lila comes along and knocks him on his ass. Yeah, and I just think 
Yeah, I mean, and it's, I, it's, what I do love about this book is it brings a man to his knees. Exactly. And exactly. I think when you read books with heroes who are who who like promise they're never going to date, they're never going to get in a serious relationship. They're always going to be the partier. Bishop. Like like uh like Bishop. Um when a girl can bring him to his knees, yeah, the way that Michelle did with Lila and Antonio, it's very powerful. And I tell you what, I've read some of these Goodreads reviews, and they're not kidding when they say there's a hot factor to this because it is a very steamy, steamy book. I even sent Michelle a, uh, um, I know I sent it to you too. Of Justina Valentine doing the silhouette challenge. Yes, yes, yes. She gave me all the Lila vibes. For real. For that book. So Smoke and Mirrors comes out on Tuesday. So make sure you go and grab that. But we're going to talk more about Smoke and Mirrors here in about two seconds because she is our special guest for our Valentine's Day episode. Okay. Michelle B. was born and raised in New Jersey, where she lives with her husband and furry co-writing buddy, Mr. Bojangles. After secretly writing two of the five books in the Heart series, she decided it was time to hit the publish button. She has turned her love for reading hot, steamy books into writing them. Her way of writing angsty, suspenseful romance draws you in and makes you feel like you live inside the pages alongside the characters. She is unapologetically addicted to Starbucks and loves going to the movies with her husband of 30 years. Thank you so much for joining us on Valentine's Day, Michelle B. Hello, hello. How are you this lovely evening? I am good. I'm good. Good. Okay, so like I, listen, before I asked you this, well, we're not on air, but I wanted you to answer it (laughs) on air. (laughs) Are you not celebrating Valentine's Day today? No, I don't celebrate Valentine's Day. Why? I mean, no, listen, it was like one o'clock in the afternoon and I looked at my husband and my son and my well, she's going to be my daughter well soon. And she was like, he looked at her and he goes, babe, it's Valentine's Day. And I look at my husband in the seat next to me and I'm like, oh, hey, babe, it's Valentine's Day. This is <laughs> in the afternoon. And he was like, yeah, I was going to say it this morning and I forgot. But legit, like, so you just, we are. It's just it's not as day every day for us. Aww. God, yeah. kills, myself. kills myself. How sweet. <laughs> and I think that that's super sweet. I think, like I, like I told you, I hate Valentine's Day. I think that every day should be a day to praise your partner, or whatever. Yes. There's just something. Okay, this is gonna there sound bad. Of affirmation. <laughs> there's pressure. Yeah, and there's something very monog- misogynistic about Valentine's Day that I don't dig. I'm not here for it. I'm not here for it. I don't know. I just don't like it. No, but it's I mean, pressure. Because then the girl wants something, and if it's he doesn't get it right, then she's stuff you know it's like, I don't yeah. like that kind of thing you know and when I first started dating Fletcher I told him I was like I really hate Valentine's Day he's like oh all girls say that but when the day comes and I don't have flowers you're mad and I'm like I'm gonna be mad if you do have flowers because I'm allergic to them ah, so, I think it's flowers though <laughs> so it's like um no thank you no. I really don't like it you so, can yeah. be in my seat right now what are you doing are you Netflix and chilling by yourself well besides that but getting text messages from your ex-boyfriend. From my ex-boyfriend on Valentine's Day. It's another thing. Valentine's Day just brings out the, the ex-boyfriends out the closet. Look, he literally just said, 
he was like, what are you doing tonight? Do you want to go grab dinner? I'm like, no. <laughs> Absolutely not. There's a reason that there's like, a name on your name. <laughs> so we are going to ask you, since this is a Valentine's Day episode, okay. and uh, we are going to basically ask you about your upcoming release, which Stevie and I have both been honored to read. Yes. We're going to ask you a few questions about those, and then we're going to just ask some fun Valentine's-related questions, some about your books, some about your life, all that jazz. We're just going to have a good, good time. That's what we're going to do. <laughs> all right, so first question about Smoke and Mirrors. Were you nervous writing Antonio's book? Because from because me and Stevie both have read prior books and yeah. in the prior series. So were you nervous yeah. writing Antonio? Because he was a really anticipated character for you. Really was. People really wanted him. And so, yeah. and he, I'm trying to think, he popped up the first time in, uh, is it, was it in, it was, it was, in Sophia's book? In what? In Sophia's book, in like the first time. Yeah, in the first book, book because he's her brother. So yeah, it was so in the first book, yeah. Like, but he was always in, the, he was there, but he was like, he's there with a group of friends, but he is in the background because he has a whole different life. Exactly. And it's one of the reasons why the spinoff came because I couldn't lump him in with everybody else like Luke and Jess and Chris and Nikki. So he had to have a spinoff because he rules the city. He's the mafia, you know, prince, right? So, yeah. um, so he had to have his own, his own, you know, spinoff or whatever. So, I, I mean, nervous. I was nervous. I was nervous because Chris and Nikki did so well. So it's like when you're coming off, like everybody loved Chris and Nikki. So, yeah. and that's a totally different story than this one, you know? So when I, <laughs> when I went into Antonio, I knew that it was going to be darker, obviously he's, you know, the mafia boss. And I knew that he didn't want to be in love with anybody. And one of the things I keep getting from everybody is like, thank you so much for sticking to who he really was. I told you the same thing. Yeah, everybody's saying like, they just thank you. Like, you know, cause usually at the end of the book, the dude changes for the girl, blah, blah, blah. He doesn't change. Not he Antonio. No, nope. yeah. he doesn't no, change. No, no. And I'm not gonna <laughs> spoil it. I'm not gonna spoil it. But like I said in the intro before she was here, I'm not gonna spoil it, but there is a part at the end of it that really shows how much research and like how dedicated she was to writing this book and to her character because there's this part that he makes her do. Like he doesn't, like Antonio loves his heroine. However, he doesn't fully love her until she does this certain thing that really kind of like sets it apart for him. And when you read it, it'll make sense. I'll make sense. Right. And you'll be like, wow, the strings <laughs> have just tied together. Yes. So, yeah. I love that. I love that. Yeah. Stevie, yeah. the next question. Okay. Um, when creating Lila, were there certain traits that you absolutely had to give her in order to pair her with Antonio? She had to be strong. Oh, fuck she yeah. She had to be a strong... <laughs> that she is. <laughs> she, that she is. <laughs> that one scene in her kitchen... Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. She yeah. is one feisty girl. She is. She had to be strong because he's such, like, a he's like a stand your ground kind of guy, and she's like, I might be 22, but I'm standing my ground too. I know exactly who I am. But that yeah. also comes without giving it away. But that also comes from her past with yep. her family. So through the whole book, he wonders why she's never asked questions and stuff like, 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 who are you? Like, why are you not asking me who I really am? Even though you know yeah. who I am, but why are you not asking me? Like, why are you not? So, really yeah, she needed, she just needed. Huh? And that's the perfect person for him. 
Not yeah. the person that doesn't ask questions, but the person that understands the questions yes. or yeah. even are they even asked. Like yeah, she's strong. She's yeah, she's strong. She's sassy, but there's also the tender part of her too. Yeah, because she know? was strong in the way she felt about him, and yes. I love that shit so much. <laughs> and I know that people are like, okay, so they're like Saffron Kent. That's another. She Lyra reminded me a lot of a of Saffron Kent's heroines in the fact right. that they're not okay. While, I mean, she was kind of, like, picture strong. She was, like, badass. But she also had tendencies to be, like, strong in the way she felt about him. Yeah. And I think there is strength in standing behind your emotions. True. Even if those emotions are, like, lovey-dovey. And, like, the way Saffron Kent writes hers in that there she's there, these these females are super in love with their hero heroes. But they are strong with that shit. Um, like, they yeah. do not waver. Yeah, and that's no. the kind of love that these kind of men need. And that's Absolutely. what we are not seeing. Otherwise, he's going to walk on her. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. There's yeah. strength in that. There's strength yeah. in that. And yeah. when I wrote Riggs, who is a bad, she's just a bad bitch in general. And she has no emotions whatsoever. I needed to right. pair her with somebody who was like overflowing. Oh, yeah. Yep, yep, I was going to break yeah. everything down. And yeah. everybody loved that, right? But yeah. when the roles are reversed and that man is not overflowing with emotion and he is an asshole, badass, yeah. and the female is overflowing with love, she gets all the hate. <laughs> she is like hated on like a mofo. Yeah. And I'm like, no, I feel like in both aspects, like that is the balance of yin and yang yeah. and somebody that's going to be strong in the way they feel about somebody. Yeah. And I think that's what that made the relationship so amazing. <laughs> so, Will you be giving Giovanni and Dimitri, will they be getting their own books? They will. I'm actually writing Giovanni now. Readers are going to be very happy because I've noticed yeah. while reading these reviews, that is a common question. They yeah. want to know if these two are getting their books. <laughs> I know it. I know it. I actually, it's funny because I was supposed to actually write a novella right now. I'm supposed to be writing a novella for Kaylin and Sophia. And I knew Giovanni's backstory I thought I knew his heroine and it just wasn't working out. Mm -hmm. um, and then, okay, so I was going with another girl. I was going with the best friend, but then some, like I was just sitting there one day and I was like, no, I know who his heroine is. So you guys are going to be like really, you're going to be shocked, but his opening story, like just the opening first chapter, you're going to be like, WTF. I'm excited. I can't wait yeah. to read this one. I literally cannot yeah. wait. I literally yeah. cannot wait. Yeah. Now, do you have any plans for Dimitri? Because listen, I fucking love that name. And I just, <laughs> he's, I just know he's going to be amazing. Like, I just know he's going to be I, I do. I really do. So it's going to be, it, it's obviously Antonio's first, then Giovanni, then Dimitri. And then it depends on where I am with Luca. Mm, okay. All right. Also, at the end of Antonio's book, if you guys are like me, I immediately called this lady when she, and I was like, um, so when is so-and-so getting a book? Because that needs to happen with the way you ended it. So when yeah. you when you read it, you'll totally understand and it'll like leave you hanging and you'll be like, WTF. Yeah. yeah. There's a reason why I put that a massive book hangover in my reveal. <laughs> For yeah. real, it is, but it's it's so good. It's so yeah. good. And like I said, you go back and you listen to our intro and you can just hear us gushing about you. <laughs> like people are um, sleeping on her. We already discussed this. 
Yes, we do. I think <laughs> that this is one of uh, like like I was like I was telling Stevie. Yeah, I think the way that you write these mafia books, if people are, because Stevie was trying to tell people, she was like, oh, you know, it's a good dark romance. And I was like, shut up. You don't even read dark romance. I was like, let me talk to, the, let me talk to my people. Let me talk to my people. I love I, dark romance. If you love dark romance and me, darker, the I don't even give a shit how dark it is. I'll read it. I don't care. Yeah. And yeah. so, but I think you are, have a really well balanced agenda on being, there is so, it gets so dark but it is also so light at the same time. And right. so like, here's very good balance. And I think that people that like mafia, people who like legit mafia romance yes. will love these books. Yes. And yeah. I was like, smoke and mirrors is going to be a hit. It's going to be a thing. I'm telling you, people. I hope you from your mouth. <laughs> people are going to love this book. I'm not joking. It's insane. No. Yeah. No, the reviews are really good. There's only one scene that I wrote and I absolutely love the scene because it like shows who he really is um it's being that you wrote uh read it uh it's when he's sitting in the living room really late at night mm -hmm. and oh. he you know what i'm talking about yeah that's, what I'm talking about. that's the scene and then after you know like he was like actually it's the one teaser that i have out that says turn around broken heart still beat baby yeah yeah so um that scene with him and her i was like okay this is this is kind of like maybe crossing like a little bit of an edge <laughs> no 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 yeah, but it was so good i know i was like yes sir i love this yeah more i love him so yeah i'm obsessed with him but stevie yeah. you can take the next one we're just gonna take your talker back and forth you go right ahead let's see well, we already asked that question, so I'm going to go to the next one. <laughs> Any lovey-dovey book recommendations? Oh, uh, lovey-dovey. Well, I'm reading Corinne Michaels right now. Yeah. Oh my gosh, we just, just talked about this. Yeah, I am. I'm reading I've her. Read I read a couple of her other books. I love them because they're, they're on the lighter side. They're not dark. I've never read it. If she does dark, I've never read anything dark from her. So she's more like the lovey kind. Mm -hmm. um I read her um what was it beloved I don't know the exact series name the but salvation uh, and those was it th three or four books of those guys mm -hmm. um and right now I'm reading um we own tonight which I think came out in like 2017 yeah it's about the rock star did you read yes. that one yes yeah, I'm loving it Good I'm absolutely loving it I love it I'm telling you this new series which comes out next not a week from Tuesday I believe um is a new series it's a completely new town but for people who read her sugarloaf series with the arrowwood boys okay there is a connection in the very first book with the arrowwood boys so you're going to oh. see a crossover with those characters into the new series oh okay, okay i don't okay. even know how you notice this shit stevie because i oh, series i knew what sugarloaf was and in the very in the like the very first chapter, mm -hmm. I've never there's read an, it. a certain event that happens in this first book of this new series that okay. connects with the Arrowwood brothers. All right, shit. Okay. So, gonna, and then I have all the these... brothers from the family in this new series used to date one of the Arrowwood brothers' wives. So you'll see them cross over. Ah. Like you've seen this character before in the Arrowwood boys. There you so go. The reason why she spinned it off and did another series in North Carolina. Got it. All right. So wait. Okay. So I have one more question about the Bleeding Hearts here about Smoke and Mirrors, and then we'll move on to those. Um, so 
can you give us like a little tidbit of what we can expect in the Bleeding Heart series? Just like, like it doesn't even be about Giovanni. It could be about a pure, and it could be about Dimitri. You could give me some of that if you want to. But like, what <laughs> okay. Well, Dimitri is more um, okay. So they're all alpha men. Um, Antonio being the hardest one, but Giovanni being the more particular yeah. one because his book is called The Fixer. That I'll give you that. His book is called The Fixer because in in their yeah. city, he's the one that cleans up, right? Ooh. So you know he's super anal about everything. Huh? He's he's, he's, anal he's pretty anal. But if you remember, if you can remember, go back to Sophia and Kaylin's book when Sophia went to go stay at his penthouse. How clean was his refrigerator? Everything was lined up. The house oh, was yeah. spotless. And she was like, Do you got a woman? Pretty much because like he's like this is not a dude's place right so yeah. he's very particular but there's a reason why he's so particular about things because of his past okay because i was supposed to be like it's because he kills people that's what it is i mean it, it, he does but he, kills people, <laughs> he, can't, he has to cover it up okay yeah, that's yeah, what it is. yeah yeah so i mean i'll tell you in the opening scene he is um well, you know, we've gone back and forth about this whole prologue thing because I'm not a prologue girl. So the prologue is hitting the road and the prologue is becoming the first chapter. Um, I tried to keep then, the prologue and she wouldn't do it. <laughs> I just don't like prologues. I know. Some but people, um, Some people find them hard to write. It, they are very hard to write. And if you don't get them right, it screws the whole book up. It's actually better to write the prologue after you wrote the book. Nah, I love a prologue. <laughs> I love a prologue. It's the first thing I write. Uh, the, I feel like the prologue sets the tone for me. Yeah. Just because, like, sometimes I just have no idea where the hell it's going, and the prologue just kind of... Uh, you kind of set in stone. We already know that MJ is the queen of doing prologues for her books. Right, she did. She, she had the best prologue out of all these books so far. <laughs> I'm a shit writer, but I enjoy prologues. You are I not. You are not, not a shit writer. So not at all. She knows so, it. Moving. Oh, hush. Moving. <laughs> I'm, I'm decent on a scale of one to ten. I'm like a four. Anyways. Stop so, it. On Val, moving on to Valentine's Day related questions. Okay. What is the most romantic scene you've ever wrote in any of your books? I have two. Okay, well, share. One would be Kaylin and Sophia when he proposed to her in the third book. Okay. That was super. And then, do you remember that one? They were in the yes. island? Okay. Yes. Um, and then the second one would be Chris and Nikki when he did the drive-in in the garage. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That was so sweet. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. yeah. Were those inspired by any like real life situations? Like, did you, did well, you propose to on an island? <laughs> I did not. Um, no, no. But we, you know, what's funny is like my husband and I, um, when we were younger, we always spent a lot of time in the car. We did go to a, a drive-in movie a couple of times, but no. I mean, think about it though. You're in a drive-in, right? And it's romantic and stuff. They don't even have drive-ins anymore, but they did when we, we have were one in here. We have huh? one here. We have one here. You do? Yeah. It's important from probably March, April. It's open until about October, November, depending on the weather. Wow. There's that. something so amazingly romantically vintage about driving movies. 
It's called yeah. Bethany's. I love that place so much. I love, I don't, I don't, I don't even know what it is. Like every single time I go to a drive-in movie, I think I'm in it. I think I'm in a, the movie, um, fuck what the outsiders every time every oh time <laughs> I'm, I'm serious I'm trying to think of his name Johnny boy Johnny boy Pony boy Pony, yes. Pony boy soda pop like don't even Dallas I know all of them those are my boys right, right. but no yeah so anytime I do that that's like what I feel like I'm I feel like I'm and I feel like I am on the wrong side of the tracks and I am just like that's why I feel like I'm doing October here then so. I've been thrown back into an era that I should have been born in to begin with. They do like movie marathons at ours where you can pay like a set fee and stay all day. I think really? that's much. So like for Halloween, they do a, frick, a fright night. Really? And oh, I would love that. Cool. Okay, but that would kind of be creepy because you know what? I'd be ch- checking out my window like... <laughs> I would love that though. That's (laughs) That's probably how I'd end up in a horror movie because I love shit like that. I would it's like don't enter. And I'm like, we should enter. We we should go. (laughs) It's like like commercial. (laughs) Don't get in the moving car. I am the friend that gets us into the shit we should not have been into in the first place. Yeah, exactly. You're the girl that goes, let's go this way. And everybody's like, no, we should be going that way. No, I mean, but I mean, given the situation, listen, now I'm probably the friend that sees like the haunted house and is like, bro, let's go check it out. Now, listen, if we get into the haunted house and we realize that it's haunted, I'm the one that's going to be able to get us the fuck out of there too, because sure. I'm the only right. one who knows anything about horror. I, I will tell you, service. we, my house, my whole family, we love Halloween. It's like our favorite thing. We go okay. to all the haunted houses. I love we go to the- all of them. Halloween, now that is my jam. I'll, I'll celebrate yeah. that to the day I die. And yeah. even when I'm dead, I'll come back on Halloween just to haunt some people. <laughs> I love Halloween. Uh, you forgot so, to tell Michelle your new service that you're going to start on the podcast. Oh, yeah. I have Uh-oh. a new service that I'm giving to the podcast. <laughs> so I got a new deck of tarot cards. I have like eight, but I got a new one. And so Fletcher was like, why do you even need another one? And I'm like, because I want it. It's pretty. But they're and all so, different. Um, yeah, they're all different. They're all different. Yeah. Yeah. And so I have, I'm going to start doing tarot readings for authors that want them. Oh boy. That's what I'm going to start doing. I'm going to do like a Halloween special. I was <laughs> staging before the episode and I made a TikTok of her doing it. Yeah, I was staging <laughs> the room before she got here. But Stevie, you take the next Valentine's Day related question. See, we already got to fucking Halloween. I don't know how we got here, but we're moving on. We're moving um, on. What's one of your couples that would hate Valentine's Day? My guess oh, would be Antonio. It, it's Antonio. You're telling me right now. No, you're telling me right. I mean, I know he would, but you're telling me right now that man wouldn't go all out for his girl. I mean, he would, but he's, you know, he's like, he's I'm going to do it without, but I'm going to do it for her, right? Oh my God. Poor fucking Sophie. Oh my God. I can't pronounce it. I'm going to call him C. I still can't pronounce his name. Poor C. It's Kaylin. Kaylin, 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 Kaylin. Poor Kaylin for Sophia, because I just know that he he's wants to get her pregnant again. He sweats thinking about trying to like do something great for that woman. I know yeah. he does. Or impregnate yeah. her. She yeah. in Antonio's book cracks me the hell up. Oh my god, I love her. <laughs> I love her in Antonio's book. It's so fun. She's so funny. I love yeah. I loved her in Skitty Love because of how many times she goes, he better not knock me up again. <laughs> down the hallway. She yeah. goes stomping down the hallway. She's mad. And poor, and and poor little Jagger's like, like yeah. 
Jagger's standing there like, what is going on? And why are we talking about this, mom and dad? I know, like, for real. <laughs> so what, so for you, so I guess now, obviously don't celebrate it, but back then, I guess, when you were younger, what was your opinion of Valentine's Day? Did you guys celebrate? Did you guys do something? I mean, we did. Usually it was like, you know, dinner, that kind you of thing. Have like one good, you don't have like one juicy Valentine's Day story <laughs> from like back when you celebrated? No. Oh my gosh! I mean, do you want like the? God, no, no, no. <laughs> I mean, like I meant like out. <laughs> dates like he fucking I don't know. No. Bought a shit ton of roses and left them no. in the house. First of all, my husband buys me flowers all the time. He comes oh. home with flowers all the time. He really does. Um, and I get he buys me whatever I want, so. I mean, I can buy myself whatever I want, but he really, like, literally, like, if I send him something on Instagram and I'm like, oh, this is really cute, it's at my house within a week. Oh, no, you're Yeah. See, I can't do that because all of mine are books and Dallas thinks I have too many already. Yeah. So, it's a problem. Oh, my gosh. My beta girls, they got books. My, my beta readers, they have lots of paperbacks. <laughs> I have an insane amount. It's not even, it's not even, and I have like multiple copies of the same paperback, but different covers. And Fletcher just doesn't see, understand I, it. It's funny because I don't. Why? I'm an ebook reader. I really am. I have a shit ton, and I even have boxes downstairs in my basement of books that I haven't even unpacked from when I moved into this house. That's oh, no. <laughs> okay. Um, so, Writing, and I have book mail coming in the next two days. Just hide space. Well, I sent you stuff. Right. She sent me something. And then Alexis Winter told me that she sent me something for my birthday, too. And I was like, You're just kidding. I don't even want to know what she said. I know one thing yeah. that she sent me because it was the one thing that she told me she was sending me. But then she was like, I might throw in some other things, too. And I was like, oh, God. There you go. <laughs> getting all kinds of shit. Bougie. So what is your favorite romance movie go-to? Like your go-to romance movie? It could be Sinopo. It's a notebook. I love oh the my god! Love, love it. You're gonna cry? <laughs> no, I'm not gonna cry. I hate the fucking Notebook. You do? Yeah, I don't want to say hate. Hate's a strong word. Um, I really don't like. I mean, I think it's a good movie. I thought it was a shit book. I didn't mean book. I is a shit book. It was a decent movie because Ryan Gosling was in it. But yes. I don't know. I don't, I mean, I guess, I guess yeah, I could understand the hype because I guess. Hey, but hold on, break it down. You're talking about. I am breaking, I have broke it down. Hold on, like, break it down. Like, seriously, he really loved her. I know he really loved her and that's very. How can you hate that? I just, there's just something I don't connect with, with like the summer love, romantic we met, I was poor, you were rich, that kind of thing. I don't know. It's just, I, I just could not connect to them. Like, I couldn't connect to Allie. And I mean, I thought Noah was hot, but I was like, eh, meh, meh. I liked him. I liked them a lot more when they were older. Now, I loved the drama of the love triangle. Like, sure. <laughs> when we got a little older. Yeah, and then I and then I was like, oh, that's so sweet. I thought the ending was super sweet. I thought it was super sweet. And, you know, but I... Holding hands and, you know. I know, but it just, they didn't do it for me. Now, I will tell you a Nicholas Sparks movie that did do it for me and did fucking make me absolutely have a mental breakdown of tears because I thought I was immune to Nicholas Sparks. <laughs> Apparently not. So. Which movie? Uh, Which one? The, uh, the best. Dear John? No, oh, 
the best, best of me. The best of me. Oh my God, are you kidding? I don't, tell me, what is okay, it? Okay, so like, it's the one, it's the one where she and him, they meet when he, he grows, I guess it's like basically the notebook, kind of, but not. So basically he is, his dad is like a criminal and he's a bad guy and he beats the dude and his name is Dawson and he beats him and he's just really mean to him and then Dawson runs away and he sleeps. And he goes to live with somebody else? You know, he sleeps in this old man's garage and the guy wakes up with a gun in his face and then they end up becoming friends and he sleep he stays there. And that's when he meets his girlfriend who is a little wealthier than he is. And but doesn't she marry somebody else? Yes, because he accidentally- and she has a child. And then at the end, it's the heart, right? Yeah. Okay, I did see it. And yes, it is very good. Oh no, no. I thought I was mean <laughs> to it because I watched, I watched Dear John, didn't care. I watched- the notebook and i watched safe haven i thought it was a good movie didn't make me cry i watched like all of the nicholas sparks's and i was like oh, i'm immune i'm immune oh and then I- I'm, I'm such a crier it's not even funny like i, I see a commercial and it's sad and i'm crying no i mean i'm a crier <laughs> too it's just, there's something about his movies that just don't get me but this movie it got me it hooked me because i didn't know what the fuck was gonna happen because I was I like, but then I got it. And then I, I got to the end of it. And I was like, oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> and then it happened. And I was like, this is the most miserable day of my life. Because I think what was shitty about it is because they loved each other so much. And they never really had a real shot to be together. Yeah. And he died. And I thought that that was, because see, with the oh. notebook, with the notebook, they had a shot to be together, right? Yeah. So at the end of this one, there is no happily ever after. No, like they never had. A, I mean, they got to be together when they were young, but that was maybe for six months. Yeah. They never really got a shot at a happily ever after, yeah, yeah. and that made me want to jab Nicholas Sparks in the eyeball. <laughs> <sighs> I was. How come he didn't get bad reviews for not having an H E A? I mean, I'm fine with not having a typical H E A, but that was a little savage. Right, 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 right. That was unnecessary. Yeah, <laughs> like, I, like the fault in our stars that doesn't have a happy ever after no, but I was okay with it because i love that book and i love that movie and i thought it was yeah. a good ending had he had let them to live it would not have been a good book right, like, no, you're right. He, it wouldn't have stayed true to the characters or anything that happened so i was like yes appreciate you john green appreciate you nicholas sparks fall in a ditch fall in a ditch <laughs> there was you could have done so many other things that could have let them people be together all right rant done stevie take the next question I watched Fifty Shades of Grey last night. All three of them. Fifty Shades? Yep. I haven't seen it in a while. Because they're on, I have, our um, cable package has some kind of thing called Peacock, which is through NBC. And they're all on there. There you go. Literally, I sat in my bed last night and I was watching them while I was working and doing posts. Okay. Cleaning up other people's movie. What's your favorite Fifty Shades of Grey movie? The first, second, or third? For me, yeah, definitely not the first. Yeah, okay. I, the first one missed the mark. The first one was not okay for me. The second, for I me. Lo- see, I'm torn because I love Darker and Freed. Yeah, yeah, the second one was better than the first, obviously, right? But then yeah. the third, I think it was the third one for me, to be no, honest. It's no, I, I think so. loved you. Tell me right scene. now, they you tell did. me right now that you are denying. You are denying Christian Grey walking up in that fucking photo place in sweatpants and has a beard because he hasn't shaved because of her? Ah, you're denying I that? I love that. Okay, scene. hold on. What is the best scene? 
from those three movies. Oh, absolutely. Hands up. I got them right here. In my head. Right here. It's right here. It's in my head. I, got I bet you, I bet you can't even guess what scene that I love the most. I don't know. I, don't I know. can't remember if the it was the driving one. It's huh? Is the no. car driving one? No. She's mm. driving the car? Okay. That's no. not my favorite. I know what no. my favorite is. I'm gonna keep it. It my was, favorite. no, it was after she left him and then, um, it went into the second book and he yeah. took her out to dinner. Yeah. And she had lost all the weight and he was like really worried because she lost all the weight or whatever because you know whatever she was distraught and then they went outside and he had her in the alley uh-huh yep scene was very powerful i that's love that scene. Fucking, that's in the fucking second movie yeah okay but still it was just one scene i like that one and i like <laughs> i like the helicopter scene mm-hmm. oh, when christian's it. helicopter goes down Ooh, and says yes to get married Yes. That is probably my favorite scene out of all three books. Yeah, yeah, Listen, yeah. fuck the yes to getting married. When he walks in and he's hugging his family and he's like, let me let me talk to my girl. I'm like, oh, yeah, come yeah, on, yeah, girl. Yeah. <laughs> I want to be your girl. My I will say, I will say, the kidnapping scene, they did do that justice. I mean, that was good, yeah. yeah. It could have yeah. been a little better with the ending. They could have added a little bit more to that, but the movie was already I feel long. like, yeah. okay, I'm not going to get into that right now. What I will tell you is that my favorite scene in the movie, and it's not going to be a typical favorite scene, I feel like, but it's when they're grocery shopping, when she is like, we're taking it slow. And he's like, all right. And so they're grocery shopping and she picks up the Ben and Jerry ice cream and she's like, here, your new favorite flavor. And it's vanilla. And he's like, oh, very funny. Very funny. I'm going to thank you later. So I, I love that scene. But yeah, so... Yeah, I love Fifty Shades of Grey, but the second movie's the best. There's just something about him, like, in that, when he, when she turns, like, there's something about, I get too excited, and you can tell that I'm talking way too fast. Okay. (laughs) There's something about the scene where she, like, her, what is her fucking friend's name that takes the pictures of her or whatever, and he puts them up in the gap. In the ga- Jose puts him up in the gallery, oh, yeah. and then there's pictures of her everywhere, and she's like, "Oh my god, there's pictures of me everywhere, Jose." My and face is like, yeah. <laughs> and somebody just bought the entire the collection. Album, the entire collection. She turns around, he's standing right there, and he's in sweatpants and he's got a beard. And I'm like, "Oh my god, he's been distraught. He hasn't shaved. He's in sweatpants." <laughs> like, oh god. And she's like, "You bought them, didn't you?" <laughs> I lost it. I lost it because as somebody who read the books and then watched the movies, that was a super powerful moment because, you know, Christian's very anal. He wears the suits and the ties and he's always clean cut and clean shaven. And he's standing there in the middle of all these people with a beard and sweatpants. It was powerful. It was a powerful moment. I think the whole story is powerful though. She's taken a very broken person and she puts them back together. Yeah. Yeah. Brings him to his knees. Literally. Which is what we were talking about. (laughs) Literally. So, Anyways, next question. Stevie, take it. Favorite kind of chocolate? Favorite chocolate? Yeah. yeah. Okay, so one. this is, okay. Do well, I love Reese's peanut butter cups, but I can't oh, have them. <laughs> I can't have them. They make me sick. Oh, well, shit, that sucks. Yeah, they do. They, um, I used to eat them all the time when I was younger, and then as I got older, I couldn't eat them anymore, which kind of sucks, but it's good for my ass, I guess. <laughs> Are you allergic to the peanut butter, you think? I, I get um, acid reflux really bad. It's the chocolate. Oh, my, my mom does that, too. Mm-hmm. No. Yep, yep, yep. Is that the only, yep. is it your only favorite chocolate? Uh, I mean, you can hand me a Twix. Oh, That's I- about it. <laughs> no, have you ever had the, 
fuck. I forgot what they're called. They got the hazelnuts around them and they're the little balls like, with like the corn melon. The Ferrero Rocher. Ferrero Rocher. Yes. I mean, I've had them, yes. No, but you know what's okay. So, you know, the what are they? Lint? Lint? L I N D T T? Yeah, those like truffle. Indoor truffle. Yeah, those are good. But I love caramel. Caramel. I'm a caramel girl. So, oh. something with caramel in it, I'm good. <laughs> We say caramel. I say caramel. You say caramel. Oh God! Listen. No, I said caramel. I said caramel. Oh yeah, my daughter says the same thing, and we all argue. Okay, wait. So okay, what's so the it's, not, it's caramel. It's caramel. It's caramel. <laughs> Hold on. No, this is really funny. So my best friend married a guy who lives in Memphis. Okay. Um, that's where she lives with him, and every time I go down there to visit him. And we go to Dunkin' Donuts or Starbucks. And oh, no. Dana, of course, orders, like, caramel, like, whatever. And yeah. he, goes, he goes to the window and he goes, caramel. And I'm like, no. And we sit there. And, of course, Dana and I were born and raised in Baltimore. I am very from, accent. <laughs> I am from the South. It is caramel in the South. And that's Second, how he is. He has a thick what, southern accent from because what he's is the bird? I want to hear you say this word. What is the bird that doesn't fly? It leaves in the cold. It waddles. <laughs> it's black and white. A penguin? A penguin? How did you say penguin? Penguin. Penguin. Oh my god. I literally okay, okay. We're moving on. We're moving on. Okay, so. What would be your perfect ideal date for Valentine's Day? Like if you could conjure up in any any universe with whatever person, doesn't matter, what would it be? And where would you go? It would be in Mr. Hart's log fortress in the middle of nowhere <laughs> in the woods with the giant fireplace <laughs> and the picture windows where it's snowing. That's what it would be. That's super picturesque. Yes. I like I like the idea of having like big windows where like it's snowing outside and you're just like trapped away from the world. Yes. But it also kind of gives me anxiety because it's like I'm trapped away from the world. Like what happens if oh, you get snowed in? So then you get snowed in. You think in that big house they have they ain't got provisions? They they got stuff in the pantry. I mean, yeah, but like still, what if nobody knows where I'm at? What if I'm got service? Like I, I, I think we can talk about that for a minute because <laughs> I forgot about something. Like, like that, okay? I once dated a guy, and there's an island here in Maryland that what's it's called Chincoteague Island. I'm sorry, it's called what island? Chincoteague. Okay. It's basically, and there, there's a one on the opposite side called Assateague. There's wild ponies that run crazy on the beach. Okay. I have no idea what you're saying when you say I dated, I dated a guy that had his parents had a house down there, and we went down for our anniversary one year. Okay. Mm-hmm. And it was freezing cold, snowing. And this is like a beach town. There's nobody there in the winter. I'm yeah. loving it. I was no. like, I'm afraid I'm going to get stuck here in the woods. No, 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 no. I, I would rather, and me and Fletcher argue about this all the time. I would love to be at like the 18th story of like a high rise building in the middle of New York City <laughs> and have like all glass windows around me so I can see like the city skyline, right? And all the hustle and bustle and the loudness and all of that. I love that. That is like, that's like sex to my ears and fate. Like eyes. Like I love it. Okay. And he is the complete opposite. He's like, I want to be in the middle of the woods where nobody knows where we're at. And I'm like, absolutely not. 
Yes. That's how you die. What? Have you ever been to New York? Oh yeah, I've been in I've been in New York, but I haven't been at the 18th story of a penthouse that has glass windows all over the place. Uh, I need a Christian Grey. I need a Christian Grey. <laughs> I don't have that kind of money right now, Stevie. <laughs> One day, maybe. One day. <laughs> one day. One day, maybe. Okay. What do you think I do? Make money? So, anyways. Okay, Stevie, you can take the Valentine's Day this or that. The first one for that one. <laughs> okay. Chocolate or roses? Roses. Say roses. I knew that. I knew that one. Okay. Roses. Mine is chocolate. Taking chocolate. Because flowers make me sneeze. I like some both. Flowers do make me sneeze, especially during, I don't know what it is. I mean, I know what it is. It's fucking pollination. And I don't know. There's something about flowers, like floral scents that just fuck my allergies up. Well, there's certain ones that do it to me, but. Oof, no, thank you. No, no. Nope. Okay. What about you, Stevie? Chocolate or roses? I'm both of them. You would. <laughs> I chocolate or roses? I love, look, I love chocolate. I have it. Okay. Ever. So then you pick chocolate. What? I'm not a prone to getting flowers every now and then you would you got to be the complicated one yep both both wasn't an option all right wine (laughs) or champagne oh wine i hate champagne give me a headache okay wine (laughs) champagne slash liquor liquor okay see me too i'm taking the liquor neither wine of course you would you wine drunk no look well i like wine it's it (laughs) No, I like wine too. I actually, it's my go-to. I'll order a glass of wine first when we go to a restaurant. I can't drink wine because the only times I've ever drank wine is when it was out of a box. No. And when I was trying to get really trashed. I was was 16 and I was trying to get trashed. So all I had was box wine and I wasn't complaining because I had a guaranteed headache. Absolutely. I woke up and I felt like death. Didn't want to drink ever again. (laughs) Yeah, so that's it's, like I went to the liquor store and be like, "Have a bottle of Arbor Mist, please." God, yeah. See, it's just like I want the eight dollar bottle, liquor or beer, liquor or beer. That's it for me. All right, so yeah. dine in or dine out. Uh, I don't know both actually, but I like eating out. We eat out a lot. Who's the cook? Me, and I cook really good too. So we're gonna have to go visit her. <laughs> we have to go visit. Yeah, I'm a really good cook. Huh? We're gonna have to go visit. Yeah. No, I am a really good cook. So what's like your iconic dish? Like what's the dish? Like what is it? If you ask my family, it's all different things. One of them's chicken parm. One of them is drunken clams. Oh my god. Actually, they all devour drunken clams. Um I don't know. Like I have what? I love drunken clams. Yeah, my family loves it. It's like summertime, it's every week. Every weekend I'm making drunken clams. Come visit. Just so yeah and then sausage peppers and onions my potato salad people love my potato salad I fucking hate potato salad you do i hate it yeah There's i don't like mustard and my potatoes. Not yeah. oh i do put mustard in mine see what i'm saying there's something about mustard and potatoes that i'm not a not a fan of i don't like oh my it God, it's so good no but i hate peeling potatoes i'll peel them for you it's like it's a pet peeve for me and then at christmas time and thanksgiving when we're making fresh mashed potatoes otherwise you're getting instant everybody wants me to make fresh mashed potatoes yes oh my god and that takes forever i love mashed potatoes i fucking love (laughs) no so my grandfather 
my pop, my, my nana Louis is Italian and therefore he's originally from Sicily. They migrated here when he was, when I migrated, immigrated. <laughs> <laughs> I've had too many. Anyways, he immigrated here when he was seven. Okay. And so uh, when I was growing up, food is like, food is a very, it's like a comfort thing for me, right? Because okay. my grandmother is French and that's also French cooking, like, they're them to in the kitchen together was like hell and heaven at the same time because mm-hmm. they hated each other so they argued all the time and <laughs> B, because their food was amazing when they came yeah. together so food for me is like like cooking and food is like my way of showing love like that was like their way of yeah. showing like love so yeah. my mama would make like an 80 course meal I mean there's salads there's pastas there's chickens there's desserts there's everything Mm-hmm. and it was like his way of showing love to his family and it was the same way with my grandmother and so when I, now that's like my way of showing love like when I cook right I'm showing I love people and yeah. fucking love cooking so I would say dine in for myself yeah I mean I like both because I am a good cook so I'd like both but then sometimes I get sick of cooking yeah yeah so yeah. we're kind of I mean we went out to dinner on what the hell day are we on Sunday okay it's Valentine's Day <laughs> <laughs> we were out to dinner on Thursday. We were out to dinner on Friday. Yeah. Last so, night we had pizza, so. Oh, my God. I Pizza. Okay, okay. Wait, 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 wait. Pineapple on pizza. No. Oh. It is not okay. <laughs> that is disgusting. <laughs> it's not okay. Who put pineapple on pizza? Off. Pineapple does not belong on pizza. MJ no. logging off. Logging off. The best pizza in New Jersey. New, Jer- New York and New Jersey pizza is like the bomb. Yes, I can attest to that. I don't know. My grand, I mean, well, I guess my, my grandfather, he lives in Florida now, but he lived in Tennessee, which is just funny to me that he's like, like when I tell people that my grand, my grandfather is Italian, he lives in Tennessee, they're like, they're huh? lying. Your life. And I'm like, no, I swear to God. <laughs> I swear. But it's because he owned a construction company and that was just where like they opened up their place, I guess. I don't know. It worked for him, okay? He still got the accent. He still talks with his hands. He's very I'm... much like he he seems he feel like he should live in New York. But That's funny. his pizza, I think it like there's no pizza unlike like I cannot even so compare it to anything. Yeah. Homemade pizza is Heck yeah. Yeah, when I was like, when I told him, I was like, yeah, I eat pineapple on pizza. He was like, you're a disgrace. You're a disgrace. It's not okay. You're a disgrace okay. to our Italian heritage. And I'm oh like. But I will tell you that I love buffalo pizza. Like buffalo chicken? Like Oh buffalo my God, pizza. yeah. So good. So yeah. good. But I don't yeah. think you can, I genuinely do not think you can beat. It's just like iconic. I just don't think you can beat a margarita pizza. Blech. So good. <laughs> Are you serious? I don't like it. You're talking about, you know, we're talking about the same margarita pizza with like the white sauce and then. Listen to me. I, my pizza is, here we go. It's a large pie, extra cheese, half pepperoni, extra well done. There you go. Oh my God. No, listen, we got, we got to open it up the doors. I'm with Michelle on this one. There are so many other, oh my God. You gotta no, open. it's not the same. You're gotta let my nano make your pizza, a margarita pizza with it's like white sauce, mozzarella, uh, a little bit of pesto like sprinkled on top, and some spinach. And I'm, I've, my mouth is watering. Thank you. <laughs> it's so good. It's so good. He's got you gotta cut. Yeah. So good. 
So yeah, there's a lot. There's a world of opportunities out here beyond pepperoni. No. Pineapple. <laughs> I will eat pineapple on pizza all the time because I love it. It's my fave. Yeah, it's buffalo chicken pizza <laughs> with extra buffalo sauce. All right. So our last Valentine's Day question mm-hmm. is: Would you rather have a store-bought gift or like a homemade gift, like a card? Homemade. Homemade. Did your kids ever make you homemade like Valentine's? Tons of them. You tons keep them? them. I have tons of stuff from when my kids oh, were little. It's so sweet. <laughs> I love that. My my other grandmother on my dad's side. Now those are rednecks. Like that's no type. That's like cornbread and mac and cheese. And I don't know if you've ever fucking had wilted greens before, but it is cardiac arrest. But it's really good. Of course. I have- <laughs> And everybody's love language. It's the reason I'm fat. Everybody's love language. Oh, in my Jay. Everybody's <laughs> love language in my family is food. That's yeah. just how people show love on both sides. Right. And so, and my dad's side, it's like butter is a secret ingredient to everything, and then olive oil on the other side. So it's like I'm fucked either way I go. It's fifty-fifty. I'm screwed. I'm screwed. <laughs> so basically, my grandmother on my dad's side, she had and it and I miss it like she passed away when I was young but I miss it a lot she kept all of my dad's and my aunts and uncles ornaments and shit like that that they made and mm-hmm. she never bought Christmas ornaments like she always used these homemade ornaments my and mom used to make homemade ornaments yeah and so my my dad and my my aunts and uncles used to make fun of her so many times they're like oh my god they're like they're patsy like your your tree is so tacky like it's so tacky. wait a minute what what was your mother's name my mom's name or my yeah. grandma's name? Who would you just call Patsy? Patsy, it's my grandma. That is so funny because my mom's name was Patricia and they called her Patsy. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So yeah. yeah, so she decorated the fucking tree with all of these order- like homemade ornaments and everybody was like, oh my God, it's so tacky. And now they miss it. They're like, wow. Yeah. Like, I have ornaments. My mom passed when I was seven. So I have ornaments from her from that she made when we were younger. And I still have them. Yep. Yep. There's just something. I mean, I love mm-hmm. it. Like I told, I told Fletcher, I was like, when we have children, I was like, I don't give a shit if my tree looks tacky. I'm going to decorate the whole tree with homemade ornaments. I there grew up with that. And so did my there mom. It's like my favorite thing ever. And so, yeah. yeah. I we started doing it with my nephew too. Now, since he's old enough to make the stuff in school, granted, mm-hmm. obviously we're not in school. I'm homeschooling him now, but that's now listen, I'm not opposed to getting like a necklace at, at like every once in a while. Me neither, but <laughs> if I had to choose, it would be homemade. Yeah, I'm not sure what Fletcher would make because he's not very artistic, but I would appreciate the gift. I would appreciate. <laughs> Uh, all right i'll give you one thing my husband just for when was it oh our anniversary he because like i just said my mom passed when we were seven so there's not many pictures that we all have and um so he went to both of my sisters and got old pictures of my mom and me and other pictures of her and then he went and got uh three multi-frames Mm-hmm. and put all the pictures in a frame for me for our anniversary oh. broke down cried like a baby I did. Yeah, I would have cried. I would have cried. Oh, like a baby. Yeah, me too. I did. I'm right there in that boat with you. I would have cried yeah. too. That's- <laughs> All right. So that rounds up our Valentine's Day episode. But 
Thank you so much, Michelle. You're welcome. You for saving our asses. Thank you. <laughs> lovey, lovey holiday. This hallmark of a holiday. If you celebrate Valentine's Day, I hope it's a fantastic evening for everybody. If you Me don't, too. if you don't, cool. That's fine too. I'm chill with that as well. Netflix and chill. There you go. Netflix and chill. <laughs> fine. But thank you so much for joining us. And thank you. See you soon. Thanks.